Okay, so welcome to another podcast episode. As many of you may or may not know, um, I'm a Christian, so I believe in God. But at the same time, I am also a scientist. Uh, well, I like to think I'm a scientist, but I am. And I, uh, you know, I have my, my own little theories and thoughts, and some have scientific uh, backing, I suppose. Or, you know, it, it's metaphysics. You can get away with it. Um, but yeah, no, today we're going to be talking about something that I found quite interesting. Um, I had just been watching a YouTube little documentary about a time traveller known as Sergei, um, Sergei Petrov maybe, but I'm just going to call him Sergei. <laughs> so Sergei was a man from the 1950s. Well, let's start at the very start. Right, so... One day, the police were called to the center of Kiev uh, in Ukraine and was told that there was a man walking around the streets in old clothing, kind of confused and wondering what was going on. Um, Essentially, the police were called and he was told to give his ID. He did, and when the officers looked at the ID, it was, well, old. Uh, It was for the Soviet Union, which I believe he said had been gone for decades before that. So, I think this is 2006, I believe, so when I was born. Oh, God. Um, Yeah, so, it was a bit concerning. Now, what was interesting was the man looked like the man in the picture, so it wasn't fake. It was all official stamps, all official seals, which means this was either his great-grandfather's or it was actually him. Now, when the man was asked what year he thought it was, he said uh, 1956 to the to the dismay of the officers, um, they said, let's uh, let's take you to hospital, <laughs> where he was um, looked at by a doctor, I can't remember his name. The doctor played along with it for a while, and essentially, Sergei said he was in his little street hometown and with his girlfriend when he saw a bell thing in the sky, a, thing, a bell floating, um, to the point where... He just zapped into, like, 2006. Um, obviously, the doctor was not believing this until he said um, he has photos on his camera. Now, this camera was old, and the doctor obviously had... Uh, I believe he was actually, funny enough, an old photography fanatic to the doctor, which was very coincidental, but, you know. Um, and the doctor said that camera's way too old to be in that way too good condition. Um, then was brought to a professional, so he had turned into photos instead of film. Um, and it, well, it, it was the pictures. A bell in the sky and him and his girlfriend. And these landscapes that we were taking pictures of were buildings that were long demolished a while ago. So that means it really was him. Now, uh, two days later, he was left in the hospital. One day, he just disappeared. He was in a room where the only exit was the door. And the windows were barred, and he just disappeared. Um, now, what I find interesting about the story is the presence of the UFO. Oh, God. Um, the UFO, the unidentified flying object. Um, oh, shit, I just hit my mic. <laughs> um, because if that implies those aliens, that means the alien would have to go to the speed of light in order to... Well, follow Einstein's general laws of relativity. Um, which means 
he may have been gone for mere milliseconds, but because of the speed of light, 50-something years had passed on Earth. Um, which, well, you know, was interesting. But what's even more interesting is he went back. Um, because he actually did come back two days later. He, he went missing in 1956 and came back two days later, which was the same time he was in 2006. It's 2006. Um, now, the reason I'm even talking about the story is because um, the YouTuber mentioned this also mentioned a theory that I found very interesting, which is going to spark a whole other topic to get ready. Um, the Billard theory. Now, the Billard theory was... Um, I don't know the exact science behind it, but I'm going to try my best. Um, imagine taking a load of Paul billet balls, I think they're called, um, pool walls, and, well, putting them on a round table, not a rectangular, a round. Then, um, well, then hitting them. Um, it's, this is kind of like space and time, is that even if one gets messed up, the others will fix its pattern. Essentially, the whole theory is just an analogy for saying... Uh, you can't really create paradoxes if you do time travel because time will always fix itself. So the grandfather theory, which is if you go back in time and accidentally kill your granddad, that means you, you parents were never born, which means you were never born, which means you would never make the time machine, which creates a paradox because, well, you did. <laughs> so how are you not supposed to deal with that? Anyway... The actual build theory says that's not possible because time would do everything in it in your time would do anything to get in your way of doing that. Each pattern fixes itself, corrects itself, which means even though you don't belong in that time, you can still exist and be present in it, but can't make any immediate or large change, which makes more sense. You see it in movies and you see it in other theories that apply. Um, what I also find very interesting, if the billard theory is true, if someone makes a time machine and that starts happening, let's say you try and kill the grandfather, it doesn't work. That would mean the universe, or time at least, has a self-preservation instinct. Now, if the universe has a self-preservation instinct, that indicates some level of self, meaning the universe or time is aware that it needs to exist which opens a whole other door. Is it just a machine? Because personally, I believe God, but, you know, God can be separate from the universe in a way, even though it's the same. Like, the universe can be the actual machine and God can be the handler or the carpenter or whatever. Um, or the mechanic. Um, let me get some water. Um, but yeah, no. So... It's like my angel theory. The reason angels look so horrible, biblically accurate angels, is because when they come in from the outside of the continuums, the great filter has to provide something other than spiritual energy because, well, spiritual energy can't exist in this realm. It's science doesn't work here. So it has to be converted into flesh um, and representatives of flesh, skin, a load of eyes because it's all saying, wings because it's great and light because, well, it's divine. So, it's like this is kind of the filter. Anyway, yeah, so that's my theory. And I just kind of wanted to share it with everyone. Because I think it's interesting that it's not proof of anything. Because there's no proof that time travel actually does exist yet. What I know is that we can't go into the future. Not yet. Um, if we read, uh, well, we can. But the way I see it is it's like a line, right? A linear timeline. If you split that timeline and you press a button on that machine it takes you back 10 years um when you go back to your present 
it also means your present is taking the past because no didn't explain that if you go back and you spend an hour in the past that means you can go back to your present and then go now in the future because time still moves it's just your present is no longer the universe's present it's only your present so seconds after you click the machine maybe in the same time as clicking the machine you zoom zoom like that and then that's your present but then you could theoretically go into the future it's hard it's it, not everyone can understand it i'm not good at explaining it but yeah um time's weird and uh, i love the game quantum break and control remedy games is great in general <laughs> um but yeah no i i love it and uh yeah i just want to share this with everyone um so god you're all right mate and uh universe thanks for not destroying time all right i will see you in the next episode bye bye